into this into this session father holy spirit just interpret this word so people understand what you want them to understand god father just do what you do father show them comfort correction conviction restoration and this discipleship father we thank you father that you have allowed us to freely without any type of restriction be able to open your word speak about your word in the way that needs to be done so that we can get your message the way you want to deliver it to us thank you holy spirit for you being a part of this message helping us guiding us lead us and direct us in your ways and in your word according to your translation and your interpretation into our hearts only way this can be done is by having that Holy Spirit talk to us. The lifeblood of Christianity, the beginning of the church, the supernatural movement of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I ask you for everyone who watches and listens to this message about to happen, for them to get what you want them to have out of it. And bless their homes, bless their lives, bless their jobs, bless their coming and going here there and fro near and fro bless them father bless their finances bless their homes bless their lives bless their health bless all of them the way you bless them and in their situations and how they're living their lives father for you to do what you do for them i thank you father i ask you to lead guide and direct me as i bring this message according to how you want me to bring it i have nothing you have it all I'm just the vessel. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody, good day, good day. Hope everyone is having a great day. In Jesus, by way of that Holy Spirit. Whether we catch you in the morning when you're getting up, getting some breakfast, getting out, getting ready, taking a shower, getting cleaned up, and just getting ready for a day of activities, work, or errands. Or it's halfway through your day when you are going through some stuff. You've been through some obstacles. You've seen some stuff happen, but you know God's going to get you through it. You've seen God do wonderful things in your life. Going through that thing called midday of madness. 
or we're catching you at the end of your day when you're resting at home, have some dinner, relaxing with the friends, loved ones, whoever you may live with, and just want an empowering, strong, empowering, Holy Ghost-filled message to close your day out. However, whenever, whatever, you're now tuned into the Blue Book presented to you by Pentecost Ministries. Broadcast is by UMOLV Broadcasting Digital and hosted by your boy Blue. Man, guys, man. Woo wee. It has been something. I want us to say today a shout out to everyone dealing with illness. I mean, I know we're getting a handle on it and things are progressively getting better. But we still need to have just good, good prayer. Good, good prayer on those who are sick. If you're not sick, haven't been sick, whatever the case may be, well, God bless you. Be, be feel blessed that that hasn't hit you, and feel blessed that you're still working in in, in, in good health. For those who can't are not so so uh, on that side of the fence you know um, I can't speak on it as far as being sick haven't been um, but I pray God and the Holy Spirit and Jesus touches your life touches what you're going through touches what's going on with you and God bless you and I continue praying for Tiger Woods I'm sure by now the news is broadcast and you've probably seen it whether on online TV or internet in some way shape form Tiger Woods was involved with a very serious accident um, he has medical issues going on and we're just praying that you know that he uh, he's comforted and he can pull through it you know relatively quickly you know stranger to this type of uh, deal same time you know goodwill towards man always goodwill towards man Know anything about the blue book? You know that we are we definitely do our pledge. Flag is right there. So if you know the pledge, say the pledge with me. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior from whom kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life, liberty all those who believe great and fantastic well it is very important it is very important that we understand the gist of praying with the spirit Okay, praying in the spirit. A lot of people pray. A lot of people pray. They pray however they want. And I know some people say, you know, you can do the Lord's Prayer. Um, and then people, people have a very, very, very common habit of praying for objects or miracles. Um, and they're just words, per se. They're just praying because it's a thing to do now it is true in ministry 
that a mustard seed moves mountains. You just have a little bit of hope. And most of the time, when that little bit of hope is there, uh, things can move rather good in the, in the spiritual realm. Because it's not required to have a bunch. You don't even have to be in the vicinity. And Jesus himself showed that on, on a, a number of occasions where he wasn't even there. Person who was praying had the faith done. Okay? We're dealing with supernatural stuff. Okay? We're not dealing with just reality, so to speak, or naturality, or or what you consider the, the real realm of life, what we live in and we see and, you know, our bodies here on planet Earth. Um, we're dealing with a supernatural realm. A supernatural realm which you don't see, per se, uh, but you feel. It's kind of like the wind. You can't see it, but you know things are moving and you know it's there because you feel it. Okay? Praying is a supernatural activity. It's not natural in the, in the sense of something that you are going to pray and it's going to happen magically. That's illusions. That's magic. Praying is a supernatural conversation you're having with God. Your heart is talking to God. That's exactly the reason why it's so important to know glossolalia, which is the heavenly language or tongues that the devil doesn't understand. That God only does, and that's why you get, that's why the Holy Spirit is so important because the Holy Spirit gift. So, you're doing a supernatural conversation with a supernatural God that does real things. Okay, so you're following me on this one. So, when you're praying, you're praying supernatural conversation to a supernatural God that does real things. Okay. So, that being said, if you have your Bibles, which most should, on the blue book, got mine right here, baby. Blue book. Right here. Okay? I want you to try to turn to Jude. The book of Jude. And the book of Jude is the last book before Revelation. It's that last small book before Revelation. Okay? And we're going to be in Jude 1.20. Okay? Jude 1.20. Alright? Whatever version of the Bible you have, fantastic. I use the Amplified Bible. I live an Amplified Life. I believe in Amplified God. And I believe and I live an Amplified Spirit Life. So I am an Amplified Believer. Okay? Whatever Bible you have, fantastic. We will be going through different versions to better understand. Maybe the translation is something different, which is always good to kind of dig into it and to understand the translation or the interpretation. The Holy Spirit is wanting to give us according to the Word of God. Okay, so what does Jude 1.20 mean? Again, Jude expresses his love for his readers by calling them his friends, or dear friends, <laughs> beloved. Someone says beloved, 
it's an endearment word for dear friends or someone who he feels close to. And you don't have to be buddy, buddy, buddy to be that close. It's a supernatural closeness. You can tell someone you love somebody and not even know them really. You love the spirit of that person. Okay? His advice on the best way to stay strong in the struggle against appetites to advance in the faith. Okay? So this is his advice on the best way to stay strong in the struggle against appetites to advance in the faith. By this, he specifically means the teachings that the apostles delivered to the believers. Okay? To the believers. Prior verses referred to words from men like Peter, as in Jude 1.18 and 2 Peter 3.3, and other New Testament scriptures emphasizes the importance of letting God's word guide our faith, 1 Corinthians 4.6. So, we're talking about letting the scriptures guide our faith. Now, I have many times have told, told you guys on the Blue Book here that this is a guide. Without the Holy Spirit, it's nothing more than paper and ink. Okay? With the Holy Spirit, it's transformable. It's a restriction. It's a guide. Okay? So, the point I've made several different times is that the Bible uses a lot of one suggestive wording to a lot of theological thesaurus words, which, which mean there are words that mean one thing, but by the Holy Spirit, they can still mean others. I, I've used the word, we've used the word hate, prosperity. Those are the two main ones that I've come up many times. And understanding that God does not hate anything he's created. Okay? There's no hate in the kingdom of God. Matter of fact, he can't even put his eyes on sin. Because sin is not even, it's so far from God, it's ridiculous. He's, he can't even look at sin. Because there is no sin in heaven. So, hate can't exist in the kingdom of heaven. Because all heaven is, all where God's realm is, is truth. Okay? Hate is having all truth erased. So there is no hate in the kingdom of heaven. God doesn't hate anything. Okay? He uses the word to get through to us. Kind of like poetry. Okay? When you write poetry, you use words, not only that makes it sound like it rhymes, but you use words in different ways to bring a different message across. Okay? For us, we know two extremes. Love and hate. God and evil. Okay? Love, life of victory eternally. Okay? Hate, having all truth erased. There's no victory in having truth erased. Okay? There's two, there two polar opposite ideals. Okay? Two polar opposite ideals. So, if you use the word hate, what God is trying to get through to your brain is He wants you to completely avoid any sin. Sin separation of nature, which is like I said in many other messages, sin takes you further from God. Get closer, further, closer, to further. Okay? Separation of nature is sin. So, when you lose the word of prosperity, prosperity either meaning possession or money, those are the vices, just like any addiction or anything else, that evil will use to 
entice you to go against God's nature, the nature of God, which is nature was natural. Okay? And vanity is one of those ways he does that. People love the vanity. They love to be looked at, admired, appreciated in the visual, in other ways. So if he can get you on possessions, materialistics, and your own vanity of ego, he has got you. Okay? That's why Christianity is the polar opposite of that. Christianity is all about selflessness. Selfless. Christianity is all about doing for others and God will take care of you. Having faith that God will take care of something before you go into it. Because and then you, you are fully trusting Him. Um, that is pretty much one of the hardest things to do for any believer. Um, or anybody for that matter. Is trusting before you go through and trusting He's going to get you through it. Okay? So today, this strategy has not changed. That's because we're in a New Testament, new world. Doesn't mean any of that has changed. All that means is that we still have to be guarded. We still have to treat it like that. For the modern believer, defense against false teaching starts with growing in knowledge and application of scripture. Do you understand that? For the modern believer, which is today's believer, today 2021, or modern in the last 10 years or whatever, defense against false teaching starts with growing in the knowledge and application of scripture. Okay? So we're talking about knowledge and application. Not education. Knowledge and application. So, this word, black and white, is education. This word, reading it with the Holy Spirit, is knowledge. Reading it and applying it and reading again, you find the little wisdom things in there. You got to apply it. Knowing, applying. This is how you defend, defend against false. This is how you defend against false teachings. You know the word. Not complicated. You know the word. There's a lot of pop culture scripture that you just know because you've heard it and some other place or, you know, there's a few of them. Ephesians 4.13, John 3.16, you know, uh, um, Psalms 31. There's a lot of popular scripture that do you really apply it? Knowledge and application is the best defense against false teachings. You know it, you apply it, you gain wisdom. That's the best defense against false teachings. Okay? And it starts with growing. You gotta grow in it. Once you've applied it, once you've applied it, and you and you have you gain the knowledge of it. This is what starts it. You start growing in the word. You start seeing things, and it's an ever evolving thing. You never you never master it. In the writings to Timothy, Paul insists that God gave the scriptures to make us wise, until until salvation and spiritual maturity. 
Okay, so Paul insists in this writing to Timothy, Paul insists that God gave the scriptures to make us wise. Holy Spirit, wise. Unto salvation. And spiritual mature. 2 Timothy 3, 15 through 17. Okay, so Paul insists that God gave scriptures to make us wise unto salvation and spiritual maturity. That's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the wise one. Holy Spirit is what gives you the wisdom. It helps you. It's the wisdom in it that makes things just woo. Wisdom is only good if you live the knowledge because you see how things work in the reality. You see? Salvation. It's a must. But prayer, inspired and empowered by the Holy Spirit, should also accompany one's load to, to God's word. So inspired and empowered. Prayer inspired and empowered by the Holy Spirit should also accompany one's loyalty to God's word. And the problem is the Holy Spirit is so neglected in today's church that we don't take any time for it. It's been ripped out like oil out of an engine. It's been ripped out. And we wonder why we're not getting as many deliverances or many miracles and all these wonders the Holy Spirit promises to do because one the, the pastor or whoever is preaching the Word of God don't have enough faith and Holy Spirit in them or not even speaking the Holy Spirit that would that would cultivate this so there was a thing in my old church that used to happen and my grandmother was a part of it I think she even started it because she was a Holy Spirit person she just the Holy Spirit was her main thing it's called intercessory prayer and what the intercessory prayer did was they met before church start service and it was a group of them I don't know how many but it was a group of them and they would get into a room outside not in the sanctuary but inside a room and they would pray and they'd pray in the Holy Spirit and they'd play in Glossolalia and they'd pray and pray and pray asking the Holy Spirit to come in and bless the service bless the service and once they were done praying, however long it took them to pray, they'd go into the actual sanctuary and they would walk around the sanctuary praying for all the seats and praying for the minister and praying for everyone's ears to open up to interpretation of the Holy Spirit and everything. And I'm telling you, when you do that and then you go into the service, and I don't mean just words, I mean literally Holy Spirit, you go in there, everyone knew, holy cow, there's something moving here. We feel the rumbling of the Holy Spirit in here. And then the then the, the, the music was, was better, more anointed. Um, any musical acts or whatever they did before the sermon was anointed. The offering was anointed. And then the ministry was just awesome. Because the Holy Spirit was already moving around the church. Okay? Already moving around the church. And at that point... When the preacher is preaching the word, not only is the Holy Spirit helping everyone understand according to their situations, but when prayer came after the sermon, the prayers were so much more 
amplified and miracles would happen people would get healed instantaneously because it's already moving it's already going now people are like well you know all churches do that well actually is a theatrical thing to most churches it's visual that's why you get a lot of people who say well I don't really believe in it because it's a bunch of crazy stuff happening in the church and I don't know holy spirited blessings miracles and deliverances will not be theatrical you will not feel theatrics in it it will be a literal act of God the Holy Spirit will actually do what it does you won't feel out of place because that is what's supposed to happen. See, the thing is with the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit never brings confusion, confliction, or defensiveness. Okay? There's nothing of that goes on in a church that has the Holy Spirit, really has the Holy Spirit. Okay? So you have to understand, all these mega churches and everyone else that's going out there saying they have the Holy Spirit or whatever and, and you know all this stuff that they, 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 they try to uh, convince you of. The Holy Spirit is... A power that doesn't bring division, doesn't bring controversy, doesn't bring uh, any type of rejection. It's a comforter and uniter. Okay, so if you go into a church and you have a problem with what's going on, and you're not a real Holy Spirit type person, you're just, I believe in God, you know, I give Jesus my time once in a while, I kind of do me, you go into the church, what's going to happen? Are you looking for it? Are you looking for a blessing? Are you trying to seek God in the time that you're in the church? Or are you just there because you have a guilty conscience of some sort? Or, you know, it's Sunday, so it's one of those traditional things to go to church on Easter and Christmas or whatever, you know, pop culture tells you to do. Or are you really going in there for something? Are you seeking something? People who have the Holy Spirit for real, who really are saved and have the Holy Spirit power in them, walk into a church and as soon as they walk in, people can be nice, hi, how you doing, God bless you, whatever, all the Christianese and all that good stuff, and whatever else. Okay? Once you walk in, once you walk in, and you could see, maybe it might be elaborate, you might have all kinds of nice stuff and paintings and just an elaborate setup. Somebody who really has the Holy Spirit is going to give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. I'll see what's going on. And the theology of the minister, the, the, the type of spirit that comes out of the music will be your guide to whether or not this is for you or not. It's not about whether or not God's for you. It's whether or not the Holy Spirit is really moving in the church, is really doing what it's supposed to be doing. Unification, restoration, deliverances, all these things are Holy Spirit. So if there's conf conflict in that, if it sounds like it's theatrical, and I don't mean just, okay, I think it's theatrical because I see it on TV. No, I mean theatrical where you're not getting anything, but you're seeing a whole lot of action, but no substance. When that happens, that's playing God. That's actually a blasphemy. Because Holy Spirit isn't to be blasphemed. That's an unforgivable sin. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is be careful of what you subject yourselves to as far as the gospel and the Holy Spirit because this is a very, 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 very critical situation for us nowadays. 
We're getting closer and closer to the end. People are getting further and further from the faith. People are getting more into prosperity and oneness. They're not really focused. They're not, the Christianity is not a selfish thing. Christianity has nothing to do with selfishness. Christianity is very unselfish. It's all about you surrendering your will to God and you helping and doing what God's will is and God help God doing for you. Trusting Him to give you what ties your needs. So if the Holy Spirit is truly inside you and you really have that ghost in you, your understanding, it will be totally different. This word will not just be black and white. It will come alive to you in 3D. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. 3D. Okay? It'll come to get it'll come out like 3D and you'll be like, wow, I didn't even remember that. That said that I've read that scripture a thousand times. It's just something to me every time different. Because it's because the Holy Spirit is ministering to you according to what you're going through at that time, according to the word. The Holy Spirit wrote this book. People don't understand. That was a whole a holy Bible. This was written by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit inspired the ones who wrote the word to write it. Because how are you going to know it? How are they going to know it? How are they going to write a book that is the word of God without having God actually write it? Well, the Holy Spirit wrote the word. As they wrote it, the Holy Spirit inspired them to write this word. We don't under we we are taking the Holy Spirit completely out of the Christ, American Christian Church because we don't want to be convicted. We don't want to have that type of feeling going on because it's not controlled it's an uncontrolled feeling and when you you when you lose control you don't can't have that structure it don't get no longer structured i'm not saying you don't go through your thing at sundays you know go in worship tithe musical um ministry salvation i'm not saying you don't do those what i'm saying is if the Holy Spirit wants to work, let it work. Let it do its thing. Let it make you blessed. Everyone around you, blessed. There is no confusion with the Holy Spirit. So, let's say, for instance, I right now, the word is Jude one twenty. Okay? We're both reading it. Okay? We'll get into it in a minute. We'll both read it. Why is there... A thousand different translations different Bibles different ideals Holy Spirit works differently for everyone same vein different situations what I'm going through in my life isn't what you're going through in your life per se maybe like situations but not the same thing so you may need something different out of what is being read God bless you. You tell me, Blue, guess what? This is what I got out of that scripture. Blah, 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 blah. I, when you read that scripture, or when we went to that scripture, this is what God told me about that scripture. And I read it, you read it, and it's different than what I'm getting. And you're like, is that right or wrong? It's not wrong. If the Holy Spirit tells you something different in that scripture doesn't mean it's wrong that means it's for you and if I know 
in my heart that is the Holy Spirit talking to you and I'm like yeah you got a point there I did I, I, I can see that then why is it wrong it's the Holy Spirit unification because no matter what I'm going through no matter what you're going through he's gonna to talk to us individually through that scripture that's just the truth of it I cannot dictate to you what you're going through because you're going through it not me but I can give you a scripture that I have read that makes sense to me through this message in Jude 120 and you can be like to me well you know what the, you know, the Holy Spirit was telling me this well fantastic God bless you if that hurt have that helped you fantastic and we unify we unify because that's the way it's supposed to work Unification. Unification. Jude's extortionations in the verse echo the Apostle Paul's instructions to the Ephesian believers to use the word, or let's, let's flip it. It says sword, word. Sword, word. Take the S up, you got the word. S of the sword. To use the sword of the Spirit, word of the Spirit, sword of the Spirit. So, hmm, thank you, Holy Spirit. If you put S in front of word for Spirit, you got the Spirit, you got the sword. The spirit and the word is the sword. If y'all if y'all ever seen that before, I maybe I'm slow. I didn't see it when I first read this. To use the sword of the spirit. The word of the spirit. Sword. Sword. Spirit and word. God's word. In fighting evil forces. And to pray in the spirit. And that's Ephesians 6. 17 through 18. The spirit. And the word sword without the spirit this is just a word with the spirit it's the sword thank you Holy Spirit makes sense God's word God the truth written by the Holy Spirit the spirit and the word combined together is a sword of the Lord. Hope you are getting that. Hope it's making sense to you. I really do. Because that's a very important part of this. Pray in the spirit. Do you pray in the spirit? Do you use your your your, your Holy Spirit to pray to others? And, and to be with others and to you know comfort others gotta think about that one for a second gotta think about that for a second praying supernatural conversation spiritual conversation with the Lord of God 
to make supernatural movement to do real things. That's why it's so important to know not how to pray so much, but to how to pray. How does that make any sense? It's not how you pray, it's how you pray. Whether you're like this, whether you're like this, whether you're on your knees, however, it's not how you pray, it's how you pray. We don't want to sound like a redundant, dead, broken record. We want to say what we have to say and get it done and believe he's going to do it. God's like, yeah, I heard that one again. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. He hears the cries of his people. I pray for things, maybe more than one time a day. More than, I pray for things more time, one time a day. I pray for things more time, one time a week. But know that I'm still on it. You're looking, God's looking for consistency. He's looking for you to be consistent on what you're doing with him. That's what he's looking for. Consistency. Are you consistent with your prayer life? Are you consistent with your reading? Are you consistent with these things? Well, only you can answer that. So, got your word out. I got my word right here. Okay? Jude one twenty says this. But you, beloved, build yourselves up, founded, on your most holy faith founded hold yourselves up on your most holy faith make progress keep working at it keep working at it rise like an evidence higher and higher okay. praying in the Holy Spirit now, one thing you must understand, the Holy Spirit knows how far you can go before you start losing reality. You just got to turn it off. Unlike substance abuse, if you overdose on the Holy Spirit, wait a minute, can you overdose on the Holy Spirit? Nah. He knows how to cut you off. He knows when it... When people get too radical, oversaved, and crazy, and all kinds of other stuff, it's because they're reading this and, and trying too hard. They start thinking crazy things. Third and fourth dimension heavens, and oh my gosh, you start seeing things that are not there, and just a miserable life. Think like, well, you know, I know a few people that are like that. They're, you know, they live a, a crazy type deal. Well, yeah, crazy is exactly what it is. Crazy. You get super religious people. You get people acting like they don't have no dang sense. And you wonder what's really going on with them. And it's because they're just so high up in the dang clouds. That's not Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit ain't going to take you there. Holy Spirit going to know when to cut you off. What's taking you there is you. And then, well, 
Well, what, what happens then? Well, what happens then is that you got to be careful of if what you're doing is even godly. You got to understand something. God knows how far to take you. And when you become hysterical, lunatic, you got to have a balance. You live in reality. Okay? You live in reality. But we believe in a supernatural God of a supernatural Savior with supernatural forces. That had nothing to do with the real world. It has to do with the supernatural world. We're believing supernatural God is going to supernaturally take care of things beyond our understanding. We have the Word to guide us. The Holy Spirit to help us. The only way off this earth into His presence without going down to the old dark man down there is by believing in Him. The Almighty God. Which isn't hard to do because most people believe in a higher force. It's just which higher force you're talking about because back in those days, everyone, they, they believed in, in the God of the thunder, God of the weather, God of the ocean, God of the animals, God of all these different gods. But you have to understand the situation was way different back then. Way different. Not even close to what it's now. We're getting there though in our times. Gotta understand the difference. Gotta understand what's going on. We do not live to serve ourselves. We live to serve the Lord. Our lives are not in our hands though you may think they may be in our hands because it's just so much easier to say well I do mean blah 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 and all this other nonsense and you know we go around thinking that we have it all under control and we really don't we have nothing in control now when you do who do you blame when you fall me okay and then now you're holding that burden and you're gonna be going to the grave with all these burdens People are dying daily. Maybe not the rate they were dying at, but they're dying daily. So you tell me. Do you want to be in control of this? Or do you want him to control you? I'm sure many people will be like, hey, you know, thank God. Could have been dead several different times. God had his hand on me. Well, you recognize God has his hand on you. But do you have enough recognition that God has his hand on you for you to surrender your life to God? Fully. That, I think not. Why? Why are you not ready to surrender yourself to God? Do you pray? Do you pray? If you pray, you're talking to God. Let me give it your best effort, right? You're praying, you're asking God to help you. Get through whatever you're getting through.
praying in the Holy Spirit. That is what it is. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Build yourselves up. Keep building. Must build. So the NIV says, But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in the most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. So this is holy faith and Holy Spirit. The KJV calls it, but ye beloved building yourselves on your holy, most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. And the New Living Translation says, but you dear friends must build each other up in your most holy faith Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. Common English Bible says, But you, dear friends, build each other up on the foundation of your most holy faith, prayer in the Holy Spirit. Complete Jewish Bible says, but you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in union with the Holy Spirit. The Good News Translation says, but you, my friends, keep on building yourselves up on your most sacred faith. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. The God's Word translation says, Dear friends, use your most holy faith to grow. Pray with the Holy Spirit's help. The Message Bible says, But you, dear friends, carefully build yourselves up in this most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit. The New International Reader's Version says, Dear friends, build yourselves up in the most holy faith. Let the Holy Spirit guide and help you when you pray. Ray Realms Catholic Bible says, But you, my beloved, building yourselves upon your most holy faith, pray in the Holy Ghost.
the white mouth the Weymouth New Testament says but you my dear friends my dearly loved friends loved friends build yourselves up on the basis of your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit a lot of building and just trusting the Holy Spirit a lot of that a lot of just praying and trusting in the Holy Spirit to do what it's going to do I mean, you really got to ask yourself, do you really trust the Holy Spirit like that? Do you really put time and effort into the Holy Spirit? I bet you most of you probably don't. Because in today's American church, it is very, 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 very um, absent. very absent you know what I mean very very absent which is really sad because in the end of the day that is the power of God that is truly what's going to change your life and it just blows my mind that so many people just leave it out like that's the thing to do that, that's, that's what uh, that's the thing. I'm trying to find um, um, different ways of putting this. Um, because I'm trying to figure out. Here it is. Let's see. Okay. I guess it's the EXB version. I'm not sure what that means, but but you dear friends, beloved, use your most holy faith to build yourselves up or build yourselves upon the foundation of the most holy faith, the whole body of a true Christian doctrine and practice, praying in, in dependence on, or as directed by and according to the will of the Holy Spirit. Wow. That's a lot. Okay, the Phillips version says, But you, dear friends of mine, build yourselves up on the foundation of the holy faith, and by praying through the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves within the love of God. Pati Wait patiently for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, which will bring you the life eternal. For some of these men you can feel pity and you can treat them differently. Others you must try to save by fear, snatching them as if they were, uh, were out of the fire while hating the very garments their deeds have been befouled that is crazy that is really crazy that's a lot of words oh my lord that's a lot of words it, it's it really boils down to that it boils down to praying in the spirit and uh, it just it just pretty much that what we're going to do is we're going to welcome the one only Flaka. How you doing? How's it going? I'm doing good. Good. How's everything going? 
Pretty good, pretty good. You know, just uh. That's good. I'm glad. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Okay. So, so. Where are you guys at right now? I was just going over different translations of Jude 120. Um. Praying in the spirit. Yes, the, the, the praying, praying in the spirit, reminding that the battle is a spiritual battle, as always. It's absolutely. always a spiritual battle, as we know, and a very spiritual world that we live in, and so it's a very spiritual battle that we can't see. And um, yeah, the Holy Spirit. So the spirit that we work in with all the time. Um, let me see. I got so many different notes. Yeah, you, you actually you speak on that quite a bit well, when we're maybe, talking. Yeah. Well, I know that praying in the spirit is always to encourage one another. You know, to always do the right thing as far as you know. Um, that our faith with that God always helps us with the Holy Spirit that builds us up. You know. Right. And. Um, and as God did, he did warn us about these last days and there would be a lot of false teachers, a lot of scopers, you know what I mean? But if you stay close to the Lord, you know, he will always speak truth to you, you know? And especially in times of, of trouble, times of heartache, times of uh, any type of obstacles that are going on, you know, it's always good to, to depend on the Holy Spirit, you know? Uh, the Spirit of God, you know, He didn't leave us here by ourselves when He took our Lord with Him. He did promise to, to to send somebody to us so that we wouldn't be alone, so that we weren't standing alone by ourselves. And that's when the nature of God came in and sent the Holy Spirit to us, which is our Lord as well, the three always in one. And, and, and that's such a beautiful thing because like I said before, the three are always in communication with one another, always helping to build us up and encourage one another, you know, and, and, and depend on him. Search and seek him out because the spirit is never gonna lie to you. You know, we have to help build one another up and not tear each other down, especially in times like this. Especially we live in such a dark time and the end of the ages and everything and you know this is where you know he's been telling us and warning us about you know false teachers and you know false prophets and things like that you know um you know it, that's why it you know the power of the holy spirit is, is so deep you know what i mean once you come into communication with him you know, he, he will guide you in every sense of the way, possibly, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So always know the difference between, you know, the ones that are right and the ones that are false, you, you know? The Holy Spirit will always reveal to you what is right and what is not, you know? Absolutely. And that's the beauty of, of, of knowing the Holy Spirit in such a beautiful way like that, because, you know, he will let you know when something is not right, when someone is just teaching false doctrine you know what i mean absolutely and, and and it's good to stay close to him because he will never let you down in that sentence you know and you know he you know he, he uh we just got to stay firm in our 
faith, you know, stay firm, you know, resist the devils, the, the temptation that are always in the world all the time, you know, it's always, you know, who don't get tempted, you know, but you right. stay focused and, and stay firm in your walk and, you know, and do as God would want us to do and, and stay close to his spirit because, you know, that is the strongest thing that we have right now with us that lies within us you know to to guide us in that sense you know and, and 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 you know depend on him entirely in, in all sense of that way you know because <clears throat> he's never gonna you know lie to you and, and send you in a different direction you know he's always gonna be very truthful and very honest with you you know you just gotta be very be very careful, be very wise, always test them spirits, as I've said before, you know, because you have to test them spirits with, with everything going on, you know. You know, we need to deny our, our, our own fleshy, you know, desires that we have, you know, all the time, and that is a, a, a consistent, you know, um, a, a battle that we all have, whether, you know, you can always be doing the right thing and then you have other people who are around you and they may be doing the most and it's you know if you're around that you will get tempted yourself as well so it's always good you know to stay close to god stay in scripture you know there's so much power through the word especially when you're working with the spirit you know what i mean because you know he's, he's he's so powerful and the three are always communicating with one another you know like i said before you know for our benefit you know mm-hmm. and you know we need to just you know continuously seek him out build each other up you know in that sense and 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 just you know stay strong with him you know you know, God warned us in these last days, you know, that there would be teachers and, and false teachers, you know, and there's so much, you know, disobedient and, and, and detestable things that are going on right now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, think, you know, for self, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't be such a follower to do what everybody else is doing, you know? Right. You know, you want to make the product the, the father proud, you know what I'm saying? Because we are, you know, the, the, the examples to everybody else. They are always with their eyes watching us and, and, and looking to us, you know, for whether it be guidance or, or, or understanding or whatever the case may be, you know, depending on the situation. And, um, you know, just show ourselves approved by the God, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, he always tells us to pray, commands us to pray, pray in the spirit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and like, if he's reminding us that the battle is always a spiritual battle, it must be fought in God's strength, not in our own strength. That's right. You know, depending on the word of God, you know, through the power of prayer. You know what I mean? There's so much power in prayer, you know? Oh my goodness. <laughs> There's some things that would not be, that would not be changed unless it was through prayer, you know, things things change when you pray, you know, it's so powerful, especially when, you know, two or more come together because then, you know, you are, you know, you're, 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 you're on, um, um, what is that, on holy grounds at that point, you right. know, you are literally two or more. in front of the 
father, you know, and he is in the midst, you know what I'm saying? That's right, absolutely. And, and, and it's so, you know, to, 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 to have that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I just really pray that everybody can find that intimate relationship with the Spirit because, you know, He, he never guides you wrong, you know? Nope. And, you know, the Spirit always does intercede for us, you know what I mean? Yep. Even when we don't know how to say it or how to speak it or, you know, that, like I said, the three are always in communication. So whenever you don't know how to express yourself or express your thoughts, that's when the Holy Spirit comes in and, you know, they go to the Father and He knows how to express it to them exactly what on our mind absolutely and so nothing really goes undone you know that's right and um yeah yeah you know, it's, it's, uh, a, it's a supernatural conversation oh that you're having with god most definitely and most that definitely. and what that does we're talking we're having a supernatural conversation with god about our concerns and our our needs and so forth with a god who does supernatural things in a realistic world Exactly, exactly. And unfortunately, yes, too much, too, too much of the Holy Spirit has been taken out of the American Church here in U the USA. I know, that's it's been taken out. Yes. And yes. they're focusing all on education of the Word, which exactly. we know we know that knowing <laughs> the Word's important. But we do what we what we what, exactly. what the problem that was having is that there's a lot of people who. Who go online looking and praying and asking for the same things all the time it's not being answered because too many people are asking for something that these pastors these ministers online not using the spirit the oil in the exactly. engine and these things are not happening yeah yes and it's like it's like gas to a car it is not gonna run correctly you're gonna know going to the spirit you're gonna know the education yeah. of the word but just like just like we talked like we're talking to them earlier about knowledge. Okay, education is the black and white word. Knowledge is applying mm -hmm. it to your life. Wisdom is the Holy Spirit exactly. knowing how to live life with His guidance. Exactly. Exactly. See what that I'm saying? That is the truth. So when so when you are applying the holy spirit to your life and i tell people all the time if you if you're reading the scripture and i read the scripture and you get something different than what i got okay and you like you know what this is what god's telling me about this and you read it and you're like da, 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 you, you share it and i say okay well this is what god's sharing with me the holy spirit is going to bring yes. that together and i'm going to say wow exactly and make exactly the unity the Holy Spirit does not bring conflict. Yes, it brings yes. unity. So, even if you walk into a church for the first time and you have the Holy Spirit inside you, okay, you're a born-again believer, you have the Holy Spirit, you walk into a church, you may get the pomp and circumstance, how, how you doing, God bless you, the Christian needs, so to speak. But yes, you're going to know, yes. you're going to know when you walk into that church, after the music is played, after the preacher has preached his message, his sermon, you're going to know whether or not they're the Holy Spirit really resides in that building. Because that's what oh, you came you for. already know. Yes. And, you're gonna, and then you're going to do the, the right thing by saying, God bless you. Thank you for the invitation. 
but inside you're saying, you know what, mm-hmm. this isn't for me. Because we're not about the exactly, and you just know. We're yeah, we're not about the just, we're not about the pomp and circumstance. See, and that's where like people online always argue the fact of well, you know, uh, I'm gonna give you all these scriptures to prove my point. Well, that's fantastic. You can give me those scriptures, but you're yeah. not. If we're not communicating and not coming together, okay. then there's exactly. no there there is exactly point proven, point taken. Yes, and you're gonna really, you're gonna really get. And that's why I said, like, I, I, you know, uh, a few, you know, videos I've done. Uh, I, I had to bring the Holy Spirit out because, you know, like I said before, there was, you know, you hear about the Father, you hear about the Son. They say the Holy Spirit, but there's really no interaction with Him. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And and that is just so important and you know they've they've changed so many different things and took out the most important things that actually give you that power that God wants you to have absolutely if you ain't got that power you are not gonna move no mountains it's just not gonna have it's gonna be like a like just a plain ride and and it's there's not gonna be really much to it you're not gonna really get as Far. That's why a lot of these churches that you go to, in a sense, I'm not I'm not speaking bad about them. No. They're just kind of no. stagnant. You know right. what I mean? There's just really no mm to it. You know what I mean? You just know when the Holy Spirit is in the house. Absolutely. You can feel it. You know that He's there. He's speaking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's been some churches that I have been into, and and to be honest, I get really nothing out of it. It's it's like walking into a cold building, and there's no warmth to it, no love to it, no real sincerity uh, of the true nature of who God really is and what he who he really is and what he contains and and everything about him. There's so much about him that you would have to know him you have to get to know him i mean that's when the mountains get to start moving you know what mm-hmm. i mean yes i get do into, i couldn't stress that enough about the holy spirit i used to tell him you know you never touch base into the holy spirit you really need to yeah you know because that's when you're gonna see some changes you could have been reading the bible for 20 years and you're still kind of in the same spot in the same place not really seeing much of a change because a lot of the times they're just they're just reading. They're just they're just saying things. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're you're not putting all what you should be putting into it, especially including the Holy Spirit into it, because that's where the real power, the real teaching, the real knowledge, the real wisdom, the real understanding, the godly understanding of what's going on. Because you know we're in the last ages, and they took it now. The most important things out of the Bible, you know, and that's something down that we need to bring back into this world, especially right now. You know what I mean? Yes, because yes, I do. Especially how dark it is and all the nonsense that's going on in the world. You know what I mean? And then you wonder why it's so dark because they don't have the Holy Spirit because nobody has been teaching about the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit and how powerful He is. You know what I'm saying? Because yes, the Holy Spirit is the mind of God. 
You know what I mean? That's the mind of our Lord Jesus Christ, the holy of all holies, put all three in one, and you've got some magnificent <laughs> stuff going on inside the what you tap into that. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. And, you know, we could preach about church all day, but until you touch into the Holy Spirit, you know, me myself, I can say that because it wasn't until I got involved with him so deeply and, and found that relationship with him and understood what it was to 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 have all the the gifts that he gives you, including just to to know the Holy Spirit. There's so much that comes with him, you know what oh, I mean? I know. Oh yeah. So absolutely. much that comes with him. Well he's he's and, uh, he, and he knows he knows when to cut it off like if you if you're in a prayer and you're exactly. and you're in it he's not going to let you fly so dang high that you don't you can't come back down he knows how much you can take right. and and how and where your baseline is that's the beautiful thing about the Most spirit definitely. he knows where that baseline really is you see so in exactly. in closing of the message Jude's belief letter describes men at their worst and God at his best. Believers are already on the victorious side. Those who mock God's truth and who follow their own desires all while claiming to be Christians are the most dangerous kind of unbelievers. These persons pose a danger to yeah. themselves and to any Christians they may influence. In response, Christians need to focus on understanding the truth of God's written word and submitting to his will. That's Amen. bottom that's bottom line. Really that is bottom line, that is the truth. So I I you couldn't have said it any better, God. It's just a matter of, you know, love. Really, love. And yes. I, I, oh, I have an acronym. Yes. I, I always yes. say an acronym for this, and it's life of victory eternally. Okay. Amen. So when you get up in the morning, your mindset is, I'm gonna have victory today. No matter what I go through, I'm gonna be victorious. You may stumble. You may That's stumble. Victorious. Right. That's how. That is the thinking a person needs to have. And you know that's funny that you said that because. Again, I got my, my God mail as I, I do, you know, a couple times a week. And and that's what he was telling me. Have a victorious mind. Mm -hmm. You know, wake up with a victorious mind. Speak victorious. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that you can live victorious and get where you need to get and get where he wants you to be at. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's so funny that you said that because that's what he was speaking about, you know. Live the victorious life. Speak it into existence. Exactly. You know, live it, walk it, breathe it, talk it, you know, so that the next person also can start getting that mm, with it and feeling like, oh, yeah, this is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I've been looking for. You know, I've seen so many times, so many people going to churches and they come out looking the same with not much any more than what they walked in with, you know, still right. kind of confused, still with doubt, still unsure, still would not really sure which way to go. And, you know, you would think that walking into a church, you would walk out feeling a lot better, kind of knowing your way somewhat, something. And yet, you know, it's, it's, it's not. I see people jumping from church to church, trying to find 
where they the, where they fit at, you know. Right. But if you were to church is anywhere, it could be in your room, it could be at a church, it could be wherever, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you know, and, and, you know, stay stay with that mentality of being a victorious person. Speak that into you know into existence. Yes. You know, live it, it seek it, start walking in it. Just don't speak about it, but walk in it. Yes. Start doing the things that the Father tells us to do. Start doing the things that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about doing. If He tells you to go, go. If He tells you to speak, speak. Because, you know, a lot of, you know, like, I don't know what I'm going to say, but you ain't going to have to worry about what you're going to say because the Holy Spirit knows what to say. Exactly. You know, he will always intercede and speak for us when we do not know what to say. Well, yes. we do, but we don't really know how to put it in the way that we're trying to say it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so I hear that a lot as well. They're like, I get tongue-tied on trying to, you know, like, you know, um, my sister, you know, she was getting into her prayers and then she's like I don't know sometimes I get stuck and I, I there's I want to say so much and I don't know and I go it don't matter man you know as long as I say you just do what you're doing because wherever you're lacking in the Holy Spirit will pick up for you Absolutely. you know what I mean yes, and if you stay on that he will continuously guide you and teach you his teaching and the things that are good in your life like I said everybody's different and it's going a different way and doing different things and you know and so you know stay close to the Holy Spirit stay close to the Father stay close stay close to our Lord Jesus Christ just ask questions speak to him talk to him like if you were talking to your husband or your wife but with so much more respect and so much more love and so much more openness so that you can receive him the way he wants to pour out his full spirit within us. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that we do not lack the things that we are lacking in and and, and become, you know, complacent. Where, yes. 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 You know, so it's been that was a really good message, Dan, because a lot of people don't know the Holy Spirit and that's one thing that I speak a lot about because in this day and age, it, it's so necessary because it's been left out for so many years mm -hmm. that everybody's kind of going by everything else and not really tapping into where they really should be tapped, where the power is at, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Where that power is at, that's where the power is at. You know? it's, a, it's a great time. Well, I, I, I really, really enjoy speaking about God's power. It's something, I mean, obviously, if you look at the ministry, you know it's Pentecost oh, Ministries. Yeah. Um, it's all about embracing this exact topic of praying with the Spirit and just believing God's going to do something yeah. on a miraculous level. But we are definitely at the close of this one. Um, you know... I uh, enjoy perspectives. I enjoy hearing different f viewpoints, whether it's Tom, yourself, or others who come onto this uh, onto this fellowship to, to be able to speak from different perspectives and all have in unity within the spirit. So I want to thank you yes. for being a part of it, and uh, you know, thank you for inviting me. You're always you're always welcome. You're always welcome to be on. I'll uh, every time we get a message, you know, I'll send it out so that you know that 
you know, whoever wants to be involved can be. Um, Tom would have been here. He's having, he, yeah. Tom would have been here, but he's having phone issues. He was, he's been texting me, telling me that he's, uh, he can't get on for some reason. His phone's acting up, so he would have been here, but he's having those issues. But other than that, you know, um, you know, blessings to you, yeah. Flocka. blessings to you, Flocka. Blessings to your family, and uh, thank you for being a part. Thank you, So thank you so much for having me. So yeah. appreciate it. Absolutely, and we'll do it again. Bless you and have a good night, Flocka. Oh, there, there he is. There he is. What's, what's up, Hearts? <laughs> I knew you there somewhere, buddy. Get by so carnal. How you doing? Hey, man. Hey, you know what? Oh man, you know I was. I was talking. I was. I was praying for you earlier. You know, uh, I was looking at your profile, and I was just looking at you know some of the stuff you posted. And uh, I just want to let you know, man. I see such a tenderness on you, bro. I see God on you like crazy, man. I do. You know. I mean, obviously, you know, it's 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 a beautiful thing, man. I see that in you. So I want you to be encouraged, Harps. You're you're you got God on you like crazy, my friend. Well, just know that, just know I got nothing but love for you, Harps. I I I pray for you daily, my friend. I appreciate. love back to you, Dan. So much love to you. We so appreciate you. My Steve loves this. He loves that we come in here and interact. I'm like, are we gonna do this again? Done? Are we gonna do it? <laughs> Let's do this. Yep, I, I'll send it out I, every every time I get a message. I send it out in the morning so you guys know, you know what we're gonna be doing. Um, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. It's not every day, but I like to share. I like to talk about it and yeah. get different perspectives. See, most definitely, most definitely. So Sounds good, Don. Much love to you. Next time it was blessed to be here with you. Thank you very much. You have a blessed night. Type to your wife. I said hello. I will do that. And we will see each other soon. Absolutely. God bless okay. you. Good night. God bless, God bless everybody you. out there. Everybody keep your head up. You know, just stay focused. Go to the spirit and you will never go wrong. Absolutely. You will become very powerful in your walk with God if you just continuously walk with the spirit. Pray to him. You know, speak to him, ask him questions. He will reveal the things that you will need in your life, without a doubt. You know, so that's right. You know, stay strong out there and you walk with God. He's a beautiful God, so understanding, so strong, so loving, and you know, can never go wrong. Can never go wrong with him. Truth, you know? truth. God bless you, Flaka. Thank you. God bless you, bro. Okay. Bye. Bye. Guys, just know it's just so important to stay in the Spirit, stay with God, let the Holy Spirit do what it's going to do with you. Remember, you have prayers, questions, comments regarding what we do here on the Blue Book. Hit the, the Gmail up, bluebook at gmail.com, interact with us, tell us a little bit of your story, whatever it may be. Um, we're going to have different people come into this um, into this message. Um, times that we do messages just 
sharing perspectives, different ideas, what God's sharing with them. And that's making a fellowship. That's what we're doing here. So remember, the three qualities you must do in order to have a victorious life. Love without the expectation of love back. Walk in peace even when everyone else is tribulating. And show and be accountable because accountability is contagious. Fear. Respect God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. Jesus. Strong.